Crime rises in the first 90 days of Brandon Johnson's tenure as Chicago mayor. What? There's no way. A progressive candidate that has a soft on criminal activities and criminals approach? Crime went up? What do you, how, how does that work? How, how does this happen? Yeah, let's get into it. Here we go. This is going to be one of those, mm, I told you so podcasts. Let's get into it. Despite Brandon Johnson bragging about work and public safety to date, statistics indicate increased crime during first 90 days in office compared to previous mayor's tenure. Yeah. (laughs) What do you expect? What would you expect to have happen? You got a soft on crime mayor that you voted in. Citizens of Chicago, this is on you. This is on, this is on you. You guys went down a progressive candidate road again. And then you wonder why is criminal activity spiking in our neighborhoods? What's going on? Who's to blame here? We need to blame Trump somehow. Let's get Trump in on this. Let's blame Trump. Let's blame Trump. Because Lori Lightfoot, she did a bang up job as, as, as uh, mayor, right? She was genius. She was awful. And Brandon Johnson, I think Brandon Johnson could arguably be, be worse than Beetlejuice when we're all said and done. I think that could be a thing, right? First 90 days of Brandon Johnson's mayoral leadership in Chicago have been marked by a concerning increase in criminal activities across the city. Statistics released by the Chicago Police Department reveal a notable surge in various criminal incidents during this period, casting a shadow over Johnson's initial term. The data point paints a worrisome picture. Worrisome problematic, tragic. People are being murdered by the dozen in Chicago, and it's worrisome, and it's problematic. Yeah. With crime rates showing a notable upward trend in multiple categories, incidents of violent crime, including shootings and armed robberies, have spiked significantly, prompting heightened concern among residents and local authorities alike. Well, residents and local authorities, who'd you vote for? Yeah, you voted for BJ, didn't you? Yeah, you you wanted Brandon. Let's go, Brandon Johnson, to get in there and really work his magic. How's that working out? What direction is this going in? The wrong one. The rise in criminal activity has prompted urgent discussions within the city. We need to talk about this. Now we just we just teed up this progressive guy for another tenure here at mayor in Chicago. I, I mean, I don't understand why people are just shooting each other at record levels and stealing cars and whatnot. I mean, you know, we thought this guy was really going to do a number on criminal activity in the city. <laughs> so they're, they're going to have discussions. They're going to reimagine and rethink what a real mayor might do. No, they're, they're, they're just going to sit around and go, oh, good Lord, we're in, a, we're in it now, right? We're in it now. About the need for effective strategies to address this surge. How about you don't elect in a knucklehead for your mayor? I don't know. Is that that hard? But you don't have the folks in Chicago are just brainwashed into this political ideology of go with the progressive one. They've really got our back. How's that working out? 
How is your spike in criminal activity going? Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson addressed these concerns. They're concerns. It's not people losing their lives. It's not mothers and fathers losing their children. It's not brothers and sisters having their, their siblings be murdered. It's a concern. These concerns in a recent press conference, acknowledging the increase in crime and emphasizing his commitment to ensuring public safety. Well, are you going to throw some of the people in jail that are committing all these crimes? Are you going to do that? Are you going to have a tough on crime stance? You going to throw some people in prison? You going to lock them up and throw away the key? Not hearing much about that. Not hearing much about that. Johnson highlighted that the rise in criminal activities is a complex issue. It's multifaceted. And we've got a lot of different angles that we're analyzing them all. And there's no one solution for this very complex issue with no single cause. What a bunch of nonsense. Arrest the people doing the criminal activity, throw them in jail for a long time, and we'll, you know... We'll catch it on the flip side and see how that worked out. How about that? How about we try that approach? Because we haven't been trying that lately, right? Haven't been trying that lately. Indicating that a multifaceted approach will be necessary to address the underlying factors contributing to the surge. Does, Does it take a genius to figure out what you got going on? The criminals are emboldened to do whatever the F they want, aren't they? That's why they're doing it. Even here in Seattle. Even here in Seattle. We've got gangs just going ham. They're they're going. We got multiple shootings, and it's not guns just jumping up and shooting people. It's gang members, but nobody wants to say gang members because the vast majority are yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. Hey now, among the notable statistics, motor vehicle thefts have witnessed a staggering increase of one hundred and twelve percent. In the past year, and robberies have risen by 45% in just 28 days and 19% over the course of a year. Now, I'm no statistician, but um, those those are alarming trends. And when you've got, you know, the curve line just going straight up, yeah, that doesn't mean that crime is going down. It means it's going up and up in a very, very quick fashion. These numbers underscore the urgency of addressing crime prevention strategies and community engagement initiatives to curb this unsettling trend. Well, aren't communities experiencing criminal activity always coming up with new crime prevention strategies and community engagement? So that is ongoing, right? That is ongoing. Now, did Chicago defund their police? Mm. Did they take a tough on crime stance? No. Do you have enough police officers? Mm, Defund the police was a thing, wasn't it? Yeah. And even if it's not a thing within a community, it's one of those deals where people no longer respect the authority of the police. And it's because they know that even if they get busted, You've got prosecutors that aren't going to prosecute him, and you got district attorneys that are soft on crime. So they don't have to worry about anything. Instead, you've got these strategies and community engagement initiatives. You need to throw some people in jail. That's what you need to do, period. That's where you're going to start. I'm not saying throw everybody, but a good portion of them. Get them off the streets, incarcerate them, and then work from there. 
Oh, Sean, we've tried that before and it hasn't worked. Well, it works better than what you got going on right now. Period. Right? The city has historically faced challenges related to crime, and Johnson's administration faces the task of crafting comprehensive solutions to ensure the safety and well-being of Chicago's residents. What is that going to be without some enforcement of the law? Because right now, the criminals have no deterrence from what they're doing. So what are you going to do? You're going to sit them down and have a talk with them? You're going to tell them that crime doesn't pay? You know, only you can prevent forest fire? <laughs> what are you going to say? As the data suggests, the rise in criminal activities is not confined to a single neighborhood or demographic. No, it's nationwide. That's because we've got a soft on crime stance going on right now. And until some people get some balls and go out and do what they need to do and clean up some of these cities, expect expect much of the same, no matter who's mayor, right? Making it unimperative for the city's leadership to adopt strategies that can effectively tackle the issue on a broader scale. They don't want to come up with strategies that effectively, you know, work because you would have to actually have a tough on crime stance. And that's not what we're doing. We're just kind of letting everybody, you know, go willy nilly. And that's how you see those crime statistics just shoot up because why wouldn't they? Criminals make a living by doing criminal activity. I don't know if you knew this, but that's what they do. Gang members, that's what they live on. We're not throwing them in jail. We're not incarcerating them. We're just letting them willy nilly do whatever they want. And that's how you get those numbers just absolutely skyrocketing. In light of these statistics, community leaders, law enforcement agencies, and policymakers are coming together to explore strategies that promote community engagement, job opportunities for youth, and improved access to education and social services. Johnson's administration is being closely scrutinized for its response to this alarming trend with expectations high for effective and impactful measures to ensure the safety of Chicago's neighborhoods. The only thing, the only thing that at this point in time, you can have those strategies 10 ways from Sunday, and it's not going to do a damn thing because you've already got a generation of criminals on the streets that are basically just having their way with the city any which way they want. That's what's happening. Everybody knows it, and yet nobody's willing to come out and go, well, you know what? We need a tough-on-crime stance, and that's from the top all the way down to the bottom. So when you're in a community like Chicago, a big city like Chicago, that is literally voting in somebody who has a weak stance on crime, you get what you pay for. Chicago, this is on you. Those crime statistics, those are on you. Politicians, you vote in an office, that's on you. All the people being killed in your community, that's on you because you haven't voted in folks who are going to actually do anything, you know, have any kind of pushback towards what you got going on. There's got to be consequences for actions. And when you murder somebody, when you rob somebody, when you shoot somebody, when you steal from somebody, when you sell illegal drugs to somebody, there's got to be consequences. And right now in Chicago, like Seattle, there really aren't any. And so then we sit around with our thumb up our butt going, well, I think we need to come up with some strategies to address these situations. Really? You think? You think? I mean, hey, let's, let's go, you know, 
let's just let's run this live. Let's go to heyjackass.com. Let's let's tee this up, right? Hey Jackass. See how we're doing. Chicago crime. All right. August to date, shot and killed, 42. Shot and wounded, 166. We are just over halfway through August. Total shot, 208. Total homicides, 45 in August. In August. That's just in August. Year to date, shot and killed, 385. Shot and wounded, 1,634. Total shot, 2,019. That's not a mistake. That is not a year being indicated. 2,019 citizens of Chicago were shot. Total homicides, 424 year to date in Chicago. And yet, said citizens, all right, but, but, but let's, let's throw out at least a couple more here. A person is shot every two minutes and 46 seconds. So how many people have been shot in the time I've been doing this? Um, six, six, probably five or six have been shot on average. Every 13 hours and 12 minutes, a person is murdered in Chicago. Yeah, that's what the statistics say. Those should be wildly shocking to anybody who's a citizen. But you know what's happened is everybody's just, ah, this is just what we're doing in Chicago. Let's go ahead and vote in the soft on crime guy who claims that he's got a real angle of attack here. And then, and then we're surprised when things just, you know, skyrocket and go wildly off the charts. Just, you know, ah, boom, down this, this. No, this is not shocking. I got to get this Hey Jackass site off my site because it's, it, it's too entertaining. If you've never checked that out, it's a site dedicated to literally stats of Chicago. It's called Illustrating Chicago Values is, is what it's called. I refer to it because it's a metric to me. I'm like, okay, all right. I know Seattle's got a lot going on. They've had this many shootings. All right. Chicago's got XYZ population. Seattle's got XYZ population. Let's see how Seattle is doing to Chicago. Oh, good Lord. Chicago is way ahead of the game. They are crushing the shoot each other game, right? And this isn't, this isn't funny stuff. This is people losing their lives to, to, to essentially guns and murder, guns and murder. And yet everybody wants to say, well, the, you know, the gun violence needs to stop. How about the people shooting other people with guns that needs to stop? Cause that's really what it is. It's people. It's not guns just hopping up and yeah, I just jumped up off a table and shot me in the foot. No, hard. No, be realistic. This, this is not a gun issue. This is a people issue. It's people with illegal guns, people in possession of stolen guns, people in possession of ghost guns, of you name it. They're using it, right? Till you have a tough on, 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 on uh, tough stance on those folks, they ain't getting anywhere. And Brandon Johnson, he's not getting anywhere. So said citizens of Chicago, here's your sign. Make that vote count, but you just had the opportunity to go with somebody who is a little bit tougher on crime, just a scooch. I mean, not even a hardliner, right? But at least the police union, police department of Chicago backed the other joker. You know, the teachers union backed this one. 
and a bunch of other entities. And you're like, all right, there's another progressive guy. He'll probably win. Nothing's going to happen but bad things in Chicago. Huh. How'd that work out? I mean, what, what are we, 90 days into the, to the mayor, Brandon Johnson? Let's go, Brandon, into his, into his, um, leadership position in Chicago. And what are those crime statistics? Yeah, not good. Not good. And all you got to do is watch any kind of a news. And I, I always have a, uh, I always have a news ticker on Chicago. And you know what? The shootings have become so commonplace that unless you go to a Hey Jackass site, you're not even really, really going to hear much about it because it's, you know, shooting somebody, having somebody lose their life in Chicago is just another day that ends in a why, right? I mean, it's just become so commonplace and so normal. And, you know, said citizens are so in this headspace of, I'm sure a progressive will get us out of this fix because they've done such a great job in the past. This is going to work out. I'm sure BJ has got a, he's got a method to his madness here. We haven't seen it. All we need here is just some more time. Meanwhile, people are getting, you know, murdered in record numbers and, and cars getting jacked and all kinds of crazy stuff going on. It's just Chicago any day that ends in a Y, right? That's every day, by the way. If you haven't worked that one out, let's see. Monday, Y, Tuesday, Y. Yeah. It's a joke, right? It's a joke. But what's not a joke is how the folks that can least afford to have this kind of impact in their lives are having an increase. Yeah, that's how this goes. So progressive? Eh. Now, I know in a city like Chicago, you're never going to vote in anybody that you know has an R in front of their name because good Lord, those guys will get you. You got to go with somebody. It's a little bit tougher on crime, but that's not where we're at. It's not where we're at. And I talk about that on the, you know, we've got a couple of mass shootings here in Seattle, but nobody even wants to mention the word that starts with a G and, you know, A is the next letter and N and G. Nobody wants to mention that. Why? Mm, yeah, because the optics are not good. The optics are not good. We're not arresting anybody along those lines. And we're certainly not convicting anybody. And we're certainly not having anybody do prison time because as society, we've gone down this pathway of, well, we're arresting them. It's racist and we can't do that. So let them do their thing. And that's how you end up with criminal statistics like this in Chicago. Yeah. People doing bad stuff to each other, right? Yeah. And they're, they're, they're the folks that can least afford to have this happen to them. And yet it's it's systemic, right? I mean, this is just, you got a whole generation of kids growing up in Chicago who can jump on Hey Jackass and see how many people have been, you know, shot in their, in their, in their city, in their community. Not a good, not a good thing to have. Not a, not where you want to be. Not leader of the pack. You don't want to be leader of that pack. That's a hard no go, right? Hard no go. That's it for me on this one. Expect to see much of the same coming out of Chicago with uh, leadership with uh, Let's Go Brandon on board. And um, I'm sure I'll be coming up with plenty of other storylines that will further indicate, mm, maybe let's go. Brandon was not, he was not the genius that everybody thought that he might be. He is not the solution to the criminal wave of activity. Just, you know, toppling right down on top of Chicago weekend after weekend after weekend. All right. That's it for me. Thanks so much for being here. I'll catch up with you in the next one. Bye for now. <laughs>